Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to this episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, if you... Why are you smiling like that? Why can I smile? If I don't smile, then it's a problem. Because it's so weird that <laughs> you are just looking at the camera, smiling while I'm trying to talk. Okay, I'm so... All right. <laughs> you still smiling. <laughs> I'm not so... All right, let me see. Bro, you have to stop smiling. Um, if you haven't already... Go sign up for our Patreon. Patreon, it's patreon.com backslash Lauren XOXO and friends, and it gives you access to our video recordings and our extra uh, episode each week. Also, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave a review. And let's get into this episode. How are you, Yaya? I'm okay. Did you have a, uh, how's your Valentine's did? You already know, you was there. So, no, <laughs> I was there for Galentine's. You I'm already know, there was no Valentine's. My boyfriend and Connor just flopped. He's a flop all the time. It's his mother's birthday on Valentine's Day. Right. But he still doesn't, he doesn't think he needs to do any of that. He just, he's one of those guys, he's just feels like, I make sure you good, so what's the problem? Right, right. But so, you, you had a good Galentine's. We had a that was fun. We had a good Galentine's. So our friend Steffi threw a a gallon a Galentine's this year, and she invited I think it was maybe like six or seven of us, and mm-hmm. we went to what's it, Dear Hudson? Is that what? Dear I Irving. Dear Irving on the Hudson. But it's is that a certain type of hotel though? Yeah, it was really cute. Y'all need to know what it is because y'all not gonna hold out my spot. Our spot. Yeah, first of all, that's too deep up in the city for me to, for it to be a spot for me. Like maybe it could be a spot in the summertime. Once, once in a while, yeah. Yeah, once to get warm. Cause I, the spot was very cute, it's very cute. grown, very intimate. Yeah. Yeah, it's very intimate, and so it was a good night. And then her boo came, and his friend came, his two friends came, and they gave us flowers and cute. Very thoughtful. Gifts. It was so cute. Very thoughtful. It was really nice. So cute. I was like, oh. And then Yaya went home with the big ass yeah, no, flowers. Yeah, them just died the next day. Really? Yeah, them just died. It was nice. It was it nice was though. So cute. But it it definitely died. I had to throw mm-hmm. them out actually last night. I threw them out. They were just like whoop. Wow. And that's also, that, that bouquet is very expensive. Like I went to the the florist site, but she I think she the woman who owns the business she does like more like decor for like events and stuff like that with her her, her flowers and shit like that mm-hmm. them just died mm. and, I, and that bouquet that size is very expensive yeah it's they looked expensive very expensive and i was just so just like, i wanted to see the the whole thing because i could only see the top but i wanted to see what the type of base it came in or whatever at first because what happened i guess some of the water fell out okay and water was dripping everywhere so that's why i kind of kept everything together mm-hmm. and then i saw this cutting up because i wanted to have flowers all over her my apartment to create some type of aesthetic in my room and stuff like that and as i'm like i left some on like the island in my kitchen and i'm like within hours from the flowers that was in my room from the flowers that was they all started going to hell yeah they were just like this (laughs) like they just whipped and i was just like oh my god like i was trying i was like maybe i need to put some aspirin in it but mother was like you don't put aspirin in roses Mm. you don't do that because it could kill them so yeah they're pretty much dead now 
but it was cute. It was cute. It was a cute idea. It was very nice. You know, I was I was like, ooh, like, you know, they just set some standards. But I feel like that's what it should be. I, I'm not a, a type of woman that's going to be like, I need a Chanel bag, you know, a new car for Valentine's Day. It's just more so like the thought that counts behind, that behind, that's, that's behind it. Like, the chocolate. You, know, you ate the chocolates? No chocolates was fire. The it's white so chocolate. The, the white, white chocolate, chocolate was, was my favorite. It had, yes, mine too, because I had like cinnamon in it, because I, I yeah. Googled it. It had like cinnamon and it and it was so delicious. It was Ugh. like the cutest little box of chocolate. I was like, okay, this is like this is cute. This is cute. It was thought it was really thoughtful mm-hmm. because they put an effort and I really liked it. I didn't have to. And yeah. they yeah, I was like, oh, this is nice. I almost fucking cried like a, a tear yeah. drop. Definitely almost fell down. You were side. sitting there. I was getting emotional. I was like, this is so sweet because they didn't have to do that. And yeah. they only know it's from a can of paint. But I do feel like if you are going to interrupt a Galentine's night, you can't come empty-handed. That's absolutely so, a fact. You know what I mean? I feel like when they showed up, they had stuff, and they was giving it out, and I just thought that was cute. I it was, was like, okay, very nice. Look at you guys being gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I didn't do anything on Valentine's either. I, me and Dawn met up, and we went to Barney's and went on 14th Street. God, I already know what went down. Uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> Stop. They didn't. There was nothing there. Really? Um, girl, it's like ghost town. The only thing they had left was gowns. Huh. Like crazy, like very beautiful gowns, but I don't go anywhere that needs a gown and yeah. neither does Don. Oh, they had furs on the first floor. How much? Um. They were still really expensive, and they wasn't trying to give a crazy discount on the first. So what's going to happen to them? They could probably give them to an auction or something. Or, you know, Saks is planning on opening small Barney's boutiques and Saks stores, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I just think it's Um, strange. But so maybe they'll just... Or, honestly, if Saks was smart, they just take the inventory and sell it. But I think it's so weird. Like, like, I think about Saks with... Saks Fifth Avenue, right on Fifth Avenue. Where they, they don't have the space for that. Where they gonna, I'm trying to understand this Barney's Boutique. It's so dumb. They, I guess they're going to... You know how when you walk into that Saks that's on Fifth, they, uh, all the brands, the higher-end brands like the Chanel, yeah. the YSL, like they the basically floor. have their own little boutiques. Yeah. And so true. I think they're going to do the Barney's like that. But I just think it's dumb because it's like, at one point, you guys were competitors. Yeah. And so... But you... You guys sell the same thing. So, what's the point of having a... Like, is the mini boutique going to be like Barney's gear? Like a Barney's hat, a Barney's top? And, even and like, that doesn't even matter anymore. Or either, like, there's certain brands, I guess, or certain styles that was exclusive to Barney's. Or certain brands that was exclusive to Barney's. Like, for example, Goyard. You don't you would never find a Goyard concession in, in Barney. Mm, I mean, in Saks. So, maybe, sex. are they going to bring Goyard to... Saks Fifth Avenue. I mean, even though there's a Goyard, like, literally around the corner from where Barney's was, like, now they open up a boutique, mm-hmm. maybe they're going to probably open um, one in... I don't know. It, don't make, it doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. whatever yeah, I just kind of feel... Honestly, I feel like the way Barney's went about the liquidation sale was really tacky for yeah. Barney's. And so I feel like they have just tarnished that brand as a whole. Mm, I yeah. kind of, I don't know if there's any going back. So I'm like, oh, this is like, just everything they did. I feel like they could have went about the sale a different way. Like how? How would you have done it? I feel 
like they could have still had some dignity. Like I have people um, running up and down the streets with like everything must go sign. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. A it's just store. like come on, like you guys are Barney's. Like people still. I feel like even though that they were closing, there we're were so people. Respectful. People was low key like mourning that in a bit. Yeah. Like, damn, like because Barney, Barney's? like I felt like every time I personally personally never had a terrible experience at Barney's. They always I had, haven't even. I had a great customer service. I had. To, Worst experiences working at, I mean, shopping at Nordstrom or uh, shopping at Saks Fifth Avenue. Barney's, they always took care of me. Always, always took care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I felt like every time I was willing to spend money, Barney's was always my go-to spot. Before I went to a Saks or a Burk... First of all, you're not going to catch me in no Bergdorf because... I love Bergdorf's. I don't... I can't go to Bergdorf because I feel like they stereotype. And I maybe I have the black mm-hmm. look or whatever that the idea that they have in their head... I do not shop but at Bergdorf. Anytime I've ever went to Bergdorf, though, I'm not gonna lie, I would shop with black people. So maybe that's why I was different. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe. Yeah, like, but I just know with Barney's, whether they were black, white, whatever, they I didn't feel no way. I, I know some people had their experiences, but I never had that experience. And that's why, to me, I'm just like, dang. Like, that's a spot when you know, like, listen, I worked hard. Money is good. Mm-hmm. Money is flowing. I I will always. That's my go to spot. Like Barney's. Barney's was supposed to just a bit hipper. Than yeah, the other it like, was just like it was just like the aesthetics. Everything was clean. It, the shoe. You're not gonna find shoes anywhere like Barney's. Yeah, that's true. You're because Saks kind of gives you like high end department store vibes. Yes. Like it's nothing special. And then Bergdorf kind of gives you like middle aged vibes. Yes. It's kind of grown. Like generational wealth. Yes. Feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so Barney's was kind of, you know, just, it's cool. You can go to uh, eat at Fred's up top. Like yeah. it just, it just had a different type of swag to it. I think Definitely. than the other stores. Definitely. And that's why I'm just like, it's kind of depressing. That is going like I bought my first Goldyard at Barney's, and like I said, it's like to me, it's just like it's nostalgic for me, and I'm hoping that it can bounce back because I was like, there's no other store like Barney's. I can't even believe that they even went. I'm, I'm surprised that they never even bought the retail space. Thirty was didn't they say like, the rent was fifty million? I think a year. Jesus, fifty million a year. You know how much you have to make in order to like the, even see. Yeah, that means you have to pay off your employees. Help benefits, all that, like. But I heard that the Bernies, uh, Bernies, the Barney's employees made a killing holiday season. That's good. Because I, the return policy, there wasn't like really none. Oh yeah, I mean, there was, yeah. There, was a, there are no returns. Yeah. After that, after the day that they announced that they were closing, yeah. they gave everyone who like brought something recently like a week for any returns, and I think you had like a week to use your gift cards. Like everything yeah. was like a week. You got a week and after everything else. Is yeah, and I'm like, dang, I should have worked there, but. I'm just gonna miss it. That 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 store. I mean, it wasn't the most convenient store to get to. No. But and maybe that could have be be a reason too. It wasn't really wasn't that convenient for like the new New Yorker. If that makes sense. But I. Because even even markets like near Hudson Yards is not doing well either. They're on the verge of closing now. You remember that Barney's that they had in Hudson Yards? No, not in Hudson Yards. They had a Barney's in um. Brooklyn Atlantic. Uh, what is it's like the the Brookfield Brookfield place? They had a no, they had a sax in there. Oh, that was a sax. Oh, sax closed down. That's that. That, that closed, closed down. down. Yeah, because if it's not close to transportation, but then again, it's just like you have to. I think a lot of these stores are not accommodating like the new generation. Yeah, and how we shop. So how we shop because and that's something that 
the Nordstroms, I think, had kind of mastered in a sense because they realized like they don't because they didn't want to consider themselves like a high uh, a special I mean high end retail. They want to consider themselves consider themselves a specialty retailer because they said like the average New Yorker they can have some Adidas Stan Smiths on with some ragged bone jeans, maybe a, sh- a shirt from Topshop and a Chanel bag. Yeah, that's true. Like everybody's not dressed from designer from head to toe. I feel like toe. that's the average. Per- yeah, but that, but yeah, exactly. And they said like these certain stores, like Saks Fifth Avenue and Bar- uh, Barney's and a Burger of Goodman, they only appeal to a certain demographic. Everybody doesn't shop like the new per- the new generation doesn't shop like that. Like they'll wear some shoes from ASOS or or misguided mm-hmm. or or miss lola and then wear like a herve ledger or do they even some make them dresses i don't know yeah they do they make them dresses like that or either like a um or either like a a wolf a wolf or dress or some shit like that yeah and still wear some cheap shoes or vice versa they're not really these stores doesn't accommodate that person that has a very versatile price range mm-hmm. and i think that's gonna ha- they're gonna have to change that a little bit yeah and i think um the buying like 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 the actual like you were talking about the price range but i think the actual stuff in the stores like you know nowadays like we i think everyone's kind of no well no i do i think everyone's kind of overlooking the same unless it's like a trend right because there are some trends that everyone wants to take part in but I think the new customer wants to know what's going on overseas. And they want, so it's like, don't give us the same, like, every single season. Like, invite new designers in. And um, I I remember Macy's, they have this program where every season they have new designers. They give new designers a chance to be in their store. And so it's kind of cool because you, you know, it's, you're not seeing the same old, same old. You're you're like oh okay it's a cool brand let me let me check this out this looks different and I feel like those high end stores they want to keep everything so like Posh. you know they want the row and Alaya and you know all of these brands that cost a ton of fucking money and it's just like you don't even want to walk in and sometimes this shit is expensive but it doesn't look like you can go on Zara and get the same, same thing, thing yeah at a decent price point and I feel like people really learn how to you know what and also people now they really know how to shop yeah and we have been trained to get deal 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 so you don't want to buy anything for at retail because you know you can find a deal for it anywhere and so I feel like they just they just wasn't getting with the times. It, exactly. I agree with that because, and that's a beauty about certain stores like Nordstrom um, because Nordstrom, they appeal to everybody. They and they, do. And, they, and I mean, depending on where, what location, because like you can go to a store in Tennessee, they sell everything. They sell more brands than they do in New York. Mm-hmm. Or designer brands. Because they might be that one good store so, yeah. in that area. Yeah, they sell mm-hmm. like everything. If you want Chanel shoes, you can go there. Like, and it's just it's just different and I think like they're just not understanding I don't I don't know I think that certain stores are just not adapting to the the new customer they don't want to they don't we're not we're not making the money that we used to like we're well first of all actually there was an article I was reading um that I read it was like maybe either Sunday or Saturday where um that students now or well, former student college students that have graduated they're they just stop paying their debt like they said fuck this like i so are they just deferring they're not even deferring they just said like because i, I was reading like oh um, this like suck it like, like yeah like fuck <laughs> you i'm not doing it because people are literally paying their rent 
and they're not even not paying their rent. They're paying their loans and I was actually reading they they actually captured some tweets. They was like I guess like there was some type of hashtag mm-hmm. and they were saying like listen, I pay my student loan debt were was let's say thirty seven thousand mm-hmm. or thirty thirty eight thousand. I already paid twenty thousand dollars of it and I'm only I still owe thirty seven something. Jesus Christ. Exactly. And it's the interest. It's disrespectful. Yeah, it's very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So they just like, what's the point? Like, fuck it. Like, you know, and I think that these stores with that like you could still come out of college and make seventy, eighty thousand a year. And that's not te- that's not terrible. But if you have your student loans that like it's like it traps you. So mm-hmm. they're not even trying to custom like they're not even trying to accommodate that type of customer now. Like this the the generation before us fucked us over. They don't give a shit. They live their best life. They want to be debt free. Unfortunately, that is not our reality. And we want to be able to shop like that. We work hard for it, but we still have massive loads of debt. And so these stores are just not going to accommodate us and that's the reason why we can't spend the way we want to. Mm-hmm. So that could be it too. And that generation's dying out, unfortunately. Right. Or there are people who pay like the bare minimum. They're like, I'm letting this shit ride me, out. And that's me. Like, because I, ride have, out. I defer my homes until April. And that's the last time I could ever defer my homes. Because I just feel like I'm, I'm... First of all, I didn't finish college, but I have over 30,000... I have almost $40,000 in debt in college loans. And I'm just like, for that, I should just finish school. But fuck it, I'm not there. And I'm just like, I'm going to tell them I'm paying $20 a month. Like, I'm not doing it because it's it's just, if I don't ever pay it, if it doesn't get paid off, then fuck it. Like, I have mad insurance policies. If I die, it'll, it'll get paid off that way. Mm-hmm. You know, but other than that, I'm not worried about that. I'm not going to stress myself out about it because it's just not fair. And I'm not going to stress, I'm not going to pay off or put myself in a switch situation where I have to pay $400 a month. And I'm fucked up. I know someone who's paying over $500 a month in student loans. As well as their rent. As well as their car note. As Mm -hmm. well as, like, all these other bills. And I'm just like... I think about Glenisha. Like, her med student loans. Like, she graduated from med school this year. And she's, like... she's. I think she's well over $250,000. $250,000. And and she's going to be a doctor. Right. So... And and then she's going into residency. So, it's kind of like... Like, why? I feel like we're being penalized for, we're being penalized for helping society or being a part of society. Mm -hmm. Like, educating ourselves and, like, we need our doctors, we need our lawyers, we need our accountants, architects, like, we need those things. And it's just like, the basics that, that we need to have society run functionally, they're being penalized for it. And I also think they do that to like scare people away from even right. entering those programs. When you think but about, but we need them. Like we, because we need a doctor. They can't go and get jobs, right? Yeah. Because what they're doing is like their their workload is insane. Yeah. And so they like everything's about school, and so they get these loans that kind of covers them for the semester, but it's just like. Yeah, because you're not only taking out loans for the semester for school, you have to take out loans to live. To live. Mm-hmm. The basic necessities to live. So it's just crazy. And I just think about like, yo, like those loans. And there's a, there was this lawyer, I saw a tweet from a lawyer that was like, he, I think he, his loans were like, when he graduated was like two, like 250. And he said two years after he graduated, his loans are now 315,000 because of interest. Oh my God. Yeah. And he, and then he only makes maybe 70,000 a year as an attorney. Because, I mean, of course he's a newbie, so it's going to take time. 
from the get-up yeah, That's crazy. But I feel like even seventy, eighty thousand is not a t- is not terrible for somebody two, three years out of college. No, it's especially you in your twenties. That's a great salary. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's insane. So that's the reason why we cannot keep up with like certain fast trends. Now, there's some people out there that would rather be fly and pay off their debt, but I think it's just re- it's just not realistic and it's not fair. People are paying it off, and even after they die, like they still owe. And they and before you can even even before your beneficiaries can even pay, I mean, get a hold of those your, your assets, yeah, they're gonna put a loan. They're gonna put a lien on that that fucking asset, and they're gonna make sure they get paid first. Damn. So, and that's why you should have your living trust, <laughs> as I spoke about before. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like just a. Mm. Oh, a lot. Not even. I don't even have a fucking piece of paper. So I can make almost forty thousand dollars. I don't even have a degree. But do you know there are so many people out there? Like, oh, you just kind of realize, yo, school ain't for me. It's not for me. Fuck it. And then it's just like, but school is like, nah, I'm for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm for you. That's a I got something for you. Okay. So for today's topic, I found something really interesting on Reddit. Oh, there's like YouTube like last week. No, no, no. I didn't find anything on YouTube. I found it on Reddit and I just need to pull it up. So here is the question. A new dating app is launched. Instead of a photo of a person, it shows you a photo of their bedroom, car, kitchen, shoes, how they have their tea or coffee, things they like. What photo would tell you the most about someone and would you be and would you be most interested and what would you be most interested to see to choose a potential date? I'm not joining that app. Why? No, you need to answer the question. What do you mean you're not doing it? You already clocked out. <laughs> answer the question. I would want to know how they live. If I had to choose, it, I want to know what their apartment looked like. But like, what in their apartment? What what are what would give you the key things? I'm gonna explain why I wouldn't do this, but I wouldn't join the app. But I guess I would. I would be more concerned about their bathroom. Okay. And their living area, because for me, your bedroom. I don't care how you keep your bedroom because it's usually closed off to guest mm-hmm. I just want to know what your living space looks like but but I'm going to tell you why I wouldn't join that especially as a New Yorker as a New Yorker you could be paying $2,500 a month and you living in a fucking shack or a shed and it may not look aesthetically pleasing you may not be able to decorate the way you want to because you don't have the space okay. so that's why I think it's kind of biased and $2,500 a month plus a car some people have cars people have but I, I, okay, so I think that's an easy cop out because no, we, it's no, not. listen, we all know how it is. I feel like us New Yorkers, like we, we know how it is. So we, we, we kind of give people breaks. We'll even give you a break if you still live with your parents, just depending on where you at in life. Cause it's like, you know, rent is expensive. So what? Nah. Cause like, I can't, like, I can't decorate, decorate my living room because my living room is small. I don't think it's about, okay, yeah, it has to be a little bit about aesthetics because you kind of want to get- You want to get, I feel like the color, the I color would, patterns and like the, what, the art that they put in there, like- Yeah, 
So what I was thinking is I would want to see a picture of their fridge, their closet, and their living room. You want to know what their fridge looks like because you want to see if it's clean or what the kind of food they eat? Yeah, I want to kind of see like just what's in there. Like, are do you like to cook? Because I feel like if you don't have no food in there, that means for the most part, maybe you do a lot of takeout. Yeah. Or, you know, if I can see a picture of your closet, I can kind of get a sense of your style a little bit just to see, like, where those aesthetics are. Um, If I could get a picture of your living room, then I can kind of see how you live in. How does your couch look? Is it clean? I think for me, I would look more so for cleanliness because I'm not the best designer when it comes to um, homes and furnishing and stuff like I need help with stuff like that and so I think I would give a person a break on aesthetics because right I get that part but I feel like even so you can still put something together Um, yeah that's true like like, definitely cleanliness I think would be cleanliness for sure would definitely be important and I understand like sometimes like shit gets out of order like I'm not gonna be mad if I see shirts on the couch like it's more so like you see cups and plates and the tub the tub you see rings and mold and shit like that did I ever tell you the story about when I was at this guy's house and I went to his bathroom and something was like, look in the tub. Just look, look in the shower, look in the shower. Bro, I linked over That shower looked like he hasn't cleaned it in weeks. It was disgusting. Nah, I seen somebody's bathroom that I used to date. I don't know what happened, but I happened to go over there. It was like years ago. Happened to go over there, and when I mean, like, from the time that I started dating him, to the, like towards like the towards our end, maybe because there was a new woman in his life, because I wasn't playing that shit. Like, you need to bleach those corners because mm-hmm. that's where like the mold and mildew do and shit like that. Yeah. When I mean, like, I felt like that it need to be a hazmat. Like, I need to fucking wear a white suit in that oh bitch. Oh, my God. And I, I don't understand how you have mold growing on the ceilings. Like, to me, I just, I couldn't even, I didn't, I couldn't even shit in peace. Like, I, I couldn't even shit. I had to wait the next day till I get home. Because I just didn't feel comfortable. And you just start seeing it, and it just, oh, my God. Did you ever say anything? Nah. He had to know. Cause I want to take a shower there. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just like, I feel like I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to go to your house and, sh- and clean the tub. You know what? There are some people that I've learned. Like there are some people who cleanliness is not a big deal to them. Like it's really not. I feel like there's a difference between being disorganized and cleanliness. No, we're talking about dirty. Like if you're disorganized. I can deal with that. But if you're like having cups and plates, you're not scrubbing your toilet seat. You're not wiping your toilet seat. There's if you rings. got the stuff at the bottom of the toilet yeah. seat. You know how you can tell when a man been there for a little uh, too long? Yeah. Because that bottom is a little yellow yeah. on the side. I um, can, like, I this like, if you got, you're a little messy, you got clothes everywhere. I can deal with that. That's, that takes nothing. But I'm talking about you haven't mopped in like weeks. You haven't, you know, I just can't. Me personally, I just can't. Like I, I just, I just can't. And I, that's that's something. That's the reason why I want to see like maybe the kitchen too. I think I want to see a picture of your stove. Mmm, stove or microwave. Microwave, yeah, the stove or the microwave. Hmm, I'm trying to think what else. Cause you know, what's so crazy when I moved into my apartment, 
I, when I first moved in my apartment almost three years ago, I guess the previous people before me, they I, like they didn't clean the stove that much. Everything was like burnt on. So I, I, I was literally, I remember trying to scrub it. I've never seen a, like a stove like that. Like, like it looked like they haven't cleaned it. They don't clean it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was telling my mother, I was like, Ma, how do I keep, get rid of like the gook? Mm-hmm. And she said, it's, it's burnt on. You can't get rid of it. And I'm just like, it's still there to this day. And it drives me fucking insane. Because I'm not, me personally, I'm not used to that. I'm used to like cleaning after I cook or cleaning while I cook or whatever. Right. And that shit would bother me. Because when my mother come to my house, she forgets that it's, that was like that before I moved in. And she'd be like, girl, you don't clean your stove? No, sis, I clean my stove. It's just been like that since I moved in, this bitch. Mm. And it's just, that would, that's something I want to know about. That. I want to know which is underneath your toilet seat. Under your bed. Could be interesting. Yeah. Could be I want to know what you keep behind your pillows. Crystals. <laughs> hmm. Condoms. So, if you were on this app, even though you already told us you never sign up for it, what would you post? Like, what would you post to say the most about you? My kitchen. Okay. I say my kitchen because that's where I cook and work out of. Okay. And my bathroom, because I don't play that shit. I feel like that's... I feel like your bathroom... Next to your kitchen are like the, is the most important part of the house, because mm-hmm. it's just bodily fluids and waste with the bacteria. I think it's super important. I agree. Other than that, my bathroom will be messy sometimes. Yeah, I be having clothes. I be clothes everywhere. I will fuck my shit up a second trying to find a shirt. And I don't know what it is, but like it's so easy for me to clean up my kitchen and my bathroom. My my bedroom, but my bedroom, I don't want to see. Yeah, like no. Yeah, I will sleep on a couch if I. No, I will sleep on a couch. (laughs) No bullshit. I've been sleeping on this couch for the past week. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not fucking cleaning up, but it's, it's just me looking like, listen, the bedroom and the kitchen. Oh my God, I mean, the kitchen so and the living room. But the bedroom, don't go in there because it's going to be clothes everywhere. Dawn was like, I'm tired of you sleeping on your couch. I'm like, but it's comfy and it's not bad. And I don't, I just don't, I don't want to go there. It's <laughs> just to think about just folding everything up. Mm-hmm. See, that is disorganized. But when you're dirty, that's a problem. Yeah. I feel like. Because I will not sleep in my bedroom. I will sleep, won't sleep in my bedroom for weeks. Well, maybe like two the max most. And then I'll just sleep on the couch and be like, all right, I got to I got to do it now. Right. I got to do it. Um, I feel like I would post, mm, I think I post a pic, uh, my kitchen is so, I hate my kitchen cause it's so fucking small. Uh-huh. Like I, that kitchen <laughs> drives me crazy <laughs> and I thought I could do it when I got the apartment. Also when you're moving in New York, it's like, um, Sometimes when like your lease is about to end, so you gotta find some place. When it's not like when you're not living with maybe sometimes you like move with your you're living with your parents and then you go and get a place. But when you literally have to like go from one place to another asap, you don't really have as much time to be like to be picky mm-hmm. in New York because you're like you know I just need to sign a lease like 
because I'm going to be out of this place in the next two weeks or whatever. And so I thought I could deal with this kind of kitchen. Like, you know, so basically to give you guys an idea of my kitchen, my kitchen is like a wide hallway. <laughs> um, and I love to cook. Mm-hmm. Cooking makes me happy. I also love to cook and watch TV. And so it blows my shit. Oh, yeah. It blows mine that I cannot cook and watch TV. Like, I be running back and forth. I'm like, let me just pause it. Let me pause it and let me just cook. And in my old apartment, I I was able to watch TV and cook. And I like that's something I really enjoy because cooking is relaxing to me. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that I can't do both of those things really irks my soul. Nah, that's a, that's the only thing like like I have like my liver, my kitchen and my living room that I have my island mm-hmm. so it divides it up I think that's what divides everything up but I can turn around and watch TV and that's something that I just can't compromise on and in New York you have to like you have but so much space to work with paying a million dollars my next apartment I am getting a kitchen with an island and yeah. I will be able to watch TV well, like, that's one thing I'm not, I'm not, I'm never having a hallway kitchen ever again. And I could barely open up my fucking oven, like, mm, yeah. without it hitting my trash can and burning it up. Like, no. They don't respect us. I didn't want to raise my rent $25 every year. Oh, $25. $25. It doesn't sound like a lot until you know what the rent is already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ain't no and fun. then uh, they raising the rent, but ain't shit changed. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing, ain't nothing change, ain't nothing. Um, but I think that would be a cool dating app. Like I, so I was watching this dating show on Netflix. It's called Love Is Blind, and so these people are all put in rooms where they can't see one another, but they could just have conversations. And why are you shaking your head? I gotta see what you look like. You gotta be aesthetically pleasing. I'm not wasting my time with someone that looks like a fucking frog. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen. Imagine, you've probably seen so many, you've probably come across so many guys, right? And aesthetically, you didn't care for them. But those guys could have been your soulmate. And so I think what that show shows is that it's not all, like you can build something with someone without seeing them. Okay, so let me tell you. Because not everything's good about this show. There's like some funny parts. So, I think they give these people like a week to speak to one another. It's a three-week event. Okay. And the first week, there are people on there that are like, I'm in love. The people have already proposed. People have already... And never seen each other? Okay, so when they propose... No. The first proposal, they have not seen each other. The second one, when the man actually gives the woman the ring, that's when they see each other. There's one couple on there that I really think is going to make it. It's a black girl and it's a white man. And as they were speaking to each other, it was like the cutest fucking thing. I was like, this is like a match. Unless he's a racist. Now, listen. She's never dated a white man before. So she's just like... What is, like, my family going to say? Like, she, you could tell she was just kind of going back and forth with herself. And then when she met him, she was just like, you know, even our first kiss, like, you know, I got these lips. Like, these, you know, 
what I mean? And you know, white people ain't really got the type of lips that we got. And so I was nervous about the kiss. She was like, but he's a good kisser. And then they slept together. She was like, yo, we had a good night. Like, I really... I'm, she fucked him? Yeah. I'm invested in this. Out of all the couples on this show, I'm like, this seems like it's going to work for me. Now, um, there was another couple where it was two black people and the man was bisexual. But the man didn't tell her that he was bisexual until... Um, until after, like, he proposed or whatever. So, this is, like, now they were on their honeymoon. And so... Oh, they already married? They weren't married, but they called it a honeymoon just to see how they were together. Like, actually (laughs) face-to-face. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm I'm waiting to hear the rest of this shit. So, he, he honestly, like, in his confessional, he was just like, you know what? I'm so nervous to tell this woman who I who like I really am. Even though we've only been talking for a few days, he was like, you know, I really like her, but I don't know if she's going to be okay with this certain side of me. And he was like, you know, I like he was like, I just like people. Whether you're a man or you're a woman, if I if I like you, I'm attracted to you. And so he set her down and he was like, hey. I want to tell you something like I'm bisexual and she she was on it she was chill about it like she was just like all right like I need to think about this I need to think about it like just give me some time and um she couldn't get over the bisexual part and so when they met up after that like after she was thinking she was just like you know I feel like when I met you you didn't give me the whole truth about you like I feel like you only told me a certain part but he was like he was just like yeah but we were only speaking for a few days and I don't know everything about you like you haven't I feel like that's something that that's something that no it's not the same thing I get that but I okay so I feel like she was kind of using his sexuality as a way to like easily cop out of the situation so you would date somebody who's bisexual i think this is what i think i think if a man is no because i don't want to say this and people are like lauren why would you say this but it's not if a man is bisexual i think the worst thing he could do is tell a woman that he's bisexual oh what if he cheats on you with a man that means like there's nothing that this you could have done. Like he, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm no, not saying don't. I'm no, not saying. no, 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 no. But we're not gonna do no. no. I'm saying Say your, speak your truth because we're not gonna be doing this Wendy Williams bullshit. Speak your fucking no, truth. No, let me speak. <laughs> let me speak. So I was having a conversation with my friend about this, and I said the only reason why I don't think I can move forward is because. I'm going to picture my man taking dick. Me too. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I, not, and it's crazy because it's like, it, and it's like you're supposed to try, trust your partner. But at the same time, like, we are human and we're going to look. So that means, like, if I'm walking down the street with you, mind our business, da da da. Not only do I have to worry about you looking at women, you're going to be looking at men too. I'm not dealing with that. But that doesn't mean that they're going and to. I don't give a fuck. You're not doing that with me. It, 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 I, I, listen, to each his own, whatever floats your boat. That's okay. That currency can take you all the way over there. I'm not doing with, dealing with it. And it's okay. Like, it's just not for me. I don't want it. Right. I and, don't want it. And so, I think 
for me, it would just be a lot to take in. Like, I don't... Because I just could not get that. I'm like, are you top or your bottom? Like, what's going on? Like, I don't, I don't even care about that. It's just more so like... My thing is like... Because it's one thing to date a man and he is attracted to women. And then it's like, then you have to deal with a man who's just, just only attracted to women. He may cheat, he may not. Then it's just like, okay, now you're dealing with him. He attracted to everything. And you don't know if he's coming or going. You don't know, like... But, I mean, you don't I know feel like any of these are... No, but now he's talking about men? No. Right. No, because now it's not even... It's not even just the thing. It's just like, now it's like, okay, say you cheat on me with a woman. There's a chance you might bring me back something. Now you cheat on me with men, a man too. There's a, there's a now the, the the chances are larger. Like you have to pick your poison. Like I, I can't, like I don't I don't want nothing to come back to me. And I want you to live in your truth faithful a truth faithfully. And I I don't want to be. I agree that. with that. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. I so I know I said like the worst thing a man. I do think that if a man is bisexual, him telling a woman she's probably going to dub it. Um. I feel like most women will, unless... No, but I feel like there's also what? some women who are with the shoes. They're like, yeah, that's cool. This is girl. Oh, excuse me. Her, on YouTube, her name is Julesy. Um, she's a older black... Well, she's not older. She's in her mid, late 30s now. And she actually has something on um, Instagram. She did an Instagram live about this. And then she was like, I don't see the problem with it. I was surprised that she didn't have a problem with the based on things that she stood for. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I understood what she was saying, but for so me... So what was she saying? She, like, it was just more so like, you know, that's just a sexual preference. Like, they're just human. They're just human. Like, it, it is what it is. But I'm just like, no. Like, per, she's just saying that we're saying no because of society standards and things of that nature. But I just feel like, listen, you can live how you live, but it just may not just be for me. Okay. And I feel like it, I'm just so tired of people. There's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like people just keep pushing these these ideas onto others. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to push your shit onto me. Yeah, like it's and just, it doesn't mean I hate me. you. Like I, I want you to look at I, I want you to be able to look at other women and not be able to act on it. You know, because you're human. You're a human being living a human experience. But it's like for me, like I don't. What if he does cheat on you with a man? That that, that will fuck me up psychologically because I had a friend. Whose boyfriend came found out he was gay. She found out her boyfriend was gay. Yeah. Not her boyfriend found out. No, he yeah, was gay. no, yeah. Okay. No, no, he <laughs> knew he knew he was gay. She went through his phone and she saw all the shit like oh the my. certain special apps and things like that. And it kind of fucked her it's up. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. It's one thing when a man cheat on you after what you just get you so like this motherfucker ain't sh- this this particular guy ain't shit like whatever. I just move on to somebody else. But it's just like that's a whole other trauma because this person wasn't willing to deal with their trauma and their truth, and they projected it onto you. And it's kind of like it fucks with you because you think something is something is wrong with what's wrong with you. Like your pussy was not enough. The fact that the, the, your femininity, which is your superpower, wasn't enough. But you know that's not. I don't think. I understand feeling that way, but I don't think it has anything to do with those. Like, I think it's just attraction. Well, you... Rather you than attra- anything well, else. Listen. But what would make me... You know what? I'm not going to lie. I don't think I could do it because... Just even think about my man sucking dick. Like, I like And then what... They want to come and kiss me in the mouth. Then I smell dick on your top lip. Like, I don't... And dick on my top lip. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to... I don't want to do that. <laughs> dick on everybody. Yeah, like, no. If you want to be with a man, it's fine. You could go be with a man. Mm-hmm. But I just don't... I just don't feel comfortable being with you. And you double dipping in both ponds. Like, you have to pick one. 
either you're gonna be with women or you're gonna be with men and if you want to be with men that is totally fine i personally just don't want to date a bisexual man yeah this is my preference and it's it has nothing and i know somebody's gonna bring this up and be like all oh, this you know the homophobia and all this other no, shit I it's not that, that I think has... i'm entitled to my preference and i just want me a straight man because i'm pretty sure there are some gay men out there who do who don't want bisexual oh yeah i know either. i know a bunch of gay men that doesn't that doesn't want um bisexual men i know i have worked with a bunch of gay men and they said like no either you gotta be gay or not because what happens is it causes a lot of conflict a little competition a competition maybe. and you're like no and more so like you're it's like they're, you're hiding them because the most of the time a lot of those is bisexual they're in the closet ah so they're just like no either you you have to live in your truth because if you can't live in your truth like the way i'm living in my truth we can't be together we had girls call our phone. Imagine a man calling our phone. You need, it's like I Bitch, can't argue with you. That's why your man was sucking. I'm, I'm like, oh hell, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna need a therapist. I got a video for you. Like what? I'm gonna need. But a I'm gonna be like, send that. Yeah. <laughs> send that to my phone. You know, I'm the, the, but I'm gonna need a therapist. Like it's gonna fuck my head up. Yeah. It's gonna fuck my head up. Like it's gonna, no, nah, that's gonna, that's some real trauma. And I, like, I think, I think my friend is still healing from that. And that was years ago. Wow. Yeah. So is it just like she just doesn't trust men? I don't even think or does she think it's something within her? No, I don't think it's that. I think it's just more so. It's just like when you get to a point where you don't care, that's a problem for me. Like he didn't care. No, like you. All right, say you dated a guy, and you know how you date some women date men and or even date women for that matter so and they just they used to their partner this spouse she you know what I mean? it doesn't even affect oh them. yeah so you're just like whatever and that was the point where it was just like the breaking point like it that was the the story that broke the camel's back for her like she was just like she was just letting him do it not no just new guys like it was just even new men it's just like you know and it was just like sometimes they come up in conversation like listen they might even be fucking a man like and it's like Ooh. you should be you should care you know, because if you love somebody... Yeah, and then you're putting your body at risk. Yeah, even and, your, and that's yeah, just yeah. my thing. Like, you know, like, sis, like, regardless of if it was a man or woman, you need to give a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I Because agree. they're violating your trust. You're, and it's just like, you're becoming numb and just like, you're just putting up with anything. All the different types of disrespect. Mm-hmm. And so, mentally. Mentally, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, what do you do when... You know, and she actually kind of like, felt bad to him because you're just like, you know, I think it was because of... He's gay because of X, Y, and Z. You know, a lot of childhood trauma and things like that. Okay. And he never, and she was willing to be his friend, but it's just like, I can't be your friend. That's, because I still love that's you. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you prefer a man over me. Like, you know, like, it, like, this, there's some things that a man can't offer you, um, uh, like, can't offer you like a woman can offer you. And it's just like, he chose that. I mean, mm. he essentially, want, he said he wants to be with a woman, but I think he wants to be with a man. Mm. That that just sounds so conflicting. Like you know what's crazy is like no one cares if women are bisexual. It's like oh girl, yeah, you know you're I mean. free. Yeah yeah no. whatever. Um, but I feel like for men, it it's hard because I even like I don't need, I don't know how it would feel to be a gay man, but I mean a bisexual man. But even thinking about wanting a family and those dynamics, cause or. I don't. Well, I guess you, you kind of would choose one partner in the end. But nowadays, people are just into having like mad partners and being oh, open yeah. and it, absolutely. And nah, I'm good. You not only 
because to me I just feel like you going back and forth like it no mm -hmm. it's bad enough like there are men out there who are super misogynist and they just sleep with any type of woman out there they may not even be gay imagine dealing with a, a certain man like that that sleep with anything and they going back and forth between men and women mm. and it yeah. could be and it, and it could be because like maybe they are a dog whether they decide to be gay straight or bisexual they're projecting their trauma onto you instead of just saying like listen i'm gonna be with a woman i'm gonna be with a man i'm gonna be with both but i'm not a dog like you you could you could possibly you could date a bisexual man and he's just not out there cheating or like he's committed to he's you. he's committed to you but i just feel like most of the time like the, the men that i have encountered that were bisexual it was always some underlying trauma mm. and they just could not they just could not kick it they just could not kick it and they could not heal from it and it, it was like they were looking for something else and i'm not saying that's all of course not but it's like the ones that I've encountered, like it was just literally underlying and it just kept just doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Because most men that I know that are gay, they don't want they don't want nothing to do with pussy. They mm -hmm. like dick and that's that. I just I just feel like I I don't believe in see, I don't even think bisexuality really exists sometimes. Why? I, I I personally just don't think it exists. In certain cases. So what would be a case where you think it wouldn't exist? All right, so I had a coworker who was um, he was molested and raped by men when he was a kid, mm. and this is something that's coming out of his mouth, and it's not speaking for the masses, so I don't want to hear none of that. He was basically saying that he prefers to be with women, but he likes to be with the men, and he doesn't know if the men part comes from. What happened when he, he was, was a kid? kid? Like, you know, because he's just like, yo, I got hard. But it's just like, anybody touches you, you're going to feel, like, especially like sin, very sensual, you're going to be aroused in some shape, shape, But if that was the first, if that was like the first time yeah. from that touch, then yeah, yeah. you were always connected the, with to that. that. Yeah. Right. So, um, and actually there's like two coworkers, we was all having this conversation. He was kind of like, he thinks he it, he is attracted to men is because of that interaction. But he's like, I don't know if I really am bisexual. I don't, maybe just unhealed trauma. And I told him like, even if you are attracted to both, it's both it's okay. But it's in like the more conversations I have with, especially like men, not so much more women. Cause I feel like a lot of times with women, we just like to experiment with shit. And that's it. That men can't do it either. But. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, so why can't we have that same energy for men? Nah, I don't know. I just feel like with men, I don't think so. It could be ignorant. It's I, a double standard for sure. Listen, they have all the double standards for us. I don't give a <laughs> that's fuck. true. That's a, that's a, that's one double standard that I can live by. Like if you like dick, then that's what you like. You can't go back and forth. You gotta pick a poison. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like a lot of times the men that I spoke to that came up as bisexual a lot of them had underlying trauma mm. i feel like most women that i encountered that were bisexual they just they just like to have fun right it's not more mm. so like trauma related or anything but that was just based off of my experience and the people that i have spoken to that doesn't speak for the masses right i don't think i've ever met uh well at least any man has ever told me he was bisexual i don't think i've ever met anybody really i don't know a handful no, I'm in a, a, a lot, and they, they, 
especially working in the city, I met a lot, and they're just like, listen, this is this is my truth. Mm. Matter of fact, Ayala has an episode. I think she did like trying to do some healing. It was like four different men, and they were all gay. Okay. And all of them had trauma with men, like being molested, touched, something as That's kids. That's so fucked up. As kids. Mm-hmm. So fucked up. They think something's wrong with them. But I'm like, listen, if you like what you like, what you like at the end of the day. Yeah, but you know what it is. I think when you are in a situation like that, it's a constant back and forth because, you know, it's it's kind of one of them things. Like, say the say you are gay because of that right because that's that's what you know that's what excited you and so every time you you know as you were growing up when you seen other men you was attracted to it right you was attracted to them um i think it's it's kind of like a it's i feel like it would be frustrating in a sense because it's like society is telling you to be one thing and you didn't even have a chance to explore that i guess right because you were forced to like this one thing in right. a sense or taught or however it went um because that's what you associate with pleasure right. and so it's like it's it's fucked up when you think about it it is but i'm not i'm not i personally don't want to date a bisexual man yeah yeah i think for me it would be quite yeah no i don't think i could i wouldn't be able to um i wouldn't be able to forget it i think and so oh, that, no. that would be, and I, I wouldn't want him feeling uncomfortable because I'm constantly like, I'm going to probably bring it up. Yeah. And I feel, and essentially I feel like you want to be gay and I feel like I'm your beard and I would peep me. I would want you to live in your truth. Cause I think like sometimes with society, like they prevent, especially gay men, gay black men. Guess all I've really dated black men. But if you are a gay black man, it prevent it prevents you from living in your truth. You are in the closet a lot of the time, and I would want you to live in your truth. And I would I'm not gonna stand here and be your beard because I'm not gonna be happy. You're not gonna be able to fulfill me, and I'm not how you won't be able to fulfill you. Did you hear about that pastor that was married to a woman, but he was openly gay, and he was like, because God said I'm supposed to do this. No, and see that's what I'm saying, like. But who would be with those shits? Like, come on. Yeah, but at the same time... If I was his wife, I would be like, you already told everyone you were gay. I mean, you, you don't, don't need me. How does his, How is she even getting pleased? Like, is his dick even getting up for her? Maybe she gets to do her own thing. I think... It just sounds like but he has a is, union for God. Like, a man, woman, for, for what they think um, is right. I just feel like... And this is sometimes when I have an issue with religion because... It prevents people from living exactly who they are. Because I do believe that there's some people that are born gay. Yeah, I believe that people are, there's some people that are gay based off of trauma. And if you are born gay, and especially in a religious household, you're going to be fucking miserable. Yeah. You're going to be extremely miserable. And now this man probably was raised in a very religious household. And maybe, you know, he has a calling to, to preach the word. But... I'm pretty sure some gay pastors out there who are like I feel like oh, in, and now in are. 2020 there are some gay pastors you could are. be a gay pastor and I just find it so weird the black church rejects gay men but have a gay uh, choir director oh for sure that shit doesn't Ushers. make sense to me yeah that shit doesn't make any sense to me mm. 
Like, and, and that's and that's something I feel like is very hypocritical when it comes to the church because you will have a gay But quiet, they will right? never want to speak on it. And never. They, they could never bring their spouse. Never. Right? Those are the certain things they can't do. But everything else will be... Okay. Yeah. And as a gay person, I, if I was a gay person, I wouldn't even feel comfortable even attending, to the, attending that church or being a part of any activities. Right. Because you're not letting me live in my, my truth. Yeah. And those people could be the, the the best people in the world, the, the kindest, the sweetest, mm-hmm. and you won't even let them live in their truth. Like, and I'm like, and, that, and that's another thing too, because it's like, yo, no sin is greater than the other. So it's okay for Mary to come in here and and um, have her child christened, even though she got pregnant outside of marriage. But you're gonna judge this man or this woman because she is sleeping with somebody else and, mm-hmm. tell, and condemn them and tell them that they're going to hell. So but they also act like there's like one way of going to hell is more serious than the other, other right? Like, it's just like we it's all the same fucking path. We all fucking up. Yeah, you know what all, I mean? I, I'm fucking and sucking without no damn no no ring, and I'm I enjoy it. I don't think Trevor over here fucking Daniel is gonna make any difference. Right. It's it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Same shit. Oh we, uh, oh because it's two men, so it's like a double sin. A quadruple sin. <laughs> in the church or, the, or, you know, Annie and Mary over here. I just think that's so crazy. It's mm. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's how people live. No, I agree. Uh, so then there was a, another couple on there, and the woman is 34, and the guy's 24. And so he was... I think she is that you know you know how us women like we get to the certain age and people are telling us that you should be here by now you don't have any of those things blah 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 so I think she's kind of feeling like she is on like she's under the clock and so she needs to hurry up right. and so she's like she's talking to this twenty four year old and she's falling for him but then she's also like yeah but you're twenty four like you're twenty four and I'm thirty four. I, I would have dated And so, but they still kept talking. They still found that, you know, they had a they had a good um, vibe with one another. And then he proposes to her. She says yes. They go on vacation. She's just like, her mind, she can't get past the physical part. Now. What do you he, mean? How he, how he physically looks now. Because... At first, it was just based on conversation. She didn't know how he looked. He didn't know how she looked. But I will say this. The people that they picked to be on this show are, for the most part, they're all, like, everyone can get a pass. Yeah. Like, no one's like, oh, my God. Yeah. What is this? Like, everyone, for the most part, is like, I'm not going to say, like, attractive, but they're okay. It's whatever. It's not, you know, no one's like super ugly or anything like that but you guys know I don't like to use that word <laughs> so cause you know we can't help how we look um hold on I have to okay good so she is super athletic play sports all her life so he's she's like you know I'm used to dating guys who have like a super athletic build and he he was just slim, but not like super skinny or anything like that. Just like a regular sized guy. And, she, but for some reason, she can't get further. Like her mind just cannot go beyond this physical aspect. And then 
all everyone else pretty much on the show had sex. Mm. And she was on some like, don't touch me. Like, just, I'm not comfortable, blah, blah. But I think the only reason why she was pushing that is because physically she wasn't attracted to him. Granted, she could have been like, you know, some people just want to wait. I also understand that too. But it just seemed like from her point of view, it was more of a, oh, yeah, no. And you know what's crazy is like, you know how people want something so bad that they can't even see the bullshit like from watching the show i could tell that she's not going to go through with being with him mm. that's the vibe i'm getting but he's still trying like you know she even had a, a moment where she was just like yo i don't know if i want to do this I don't know. and he's like no but like i'm here for you i really want to be with you i love you and i'm just looking at the show like how can you how do y'all love each other when y'all have only been knowing each other for a few days right where is this love coming from? And so I was just, I was just thinking like, yo, like sometimes you you want something so bad that you're kind of willing to accept anything in a sense. And I feel like that, I don't. And the boy is cute. Like I'm like, but why would you think a 24 year old? I I also think that with men and women, those dynamics are different. Cause a man will go out there. And find a man could be thirty four and he could find himself a twenty four year old mm-hmm. and live his best life, right? Absolutely. But I feel like for a woman, it's kind of like it's that's rare. Like I know Keisha Cole is dating like a twenty three year old or 20, 23, 24. right? And she's dating forty. And that would drive me crazy personally. I wouldn't. Date, I personally wouldn't date him, like because I feel like, unless it's different when you're like forty four and he's thirty four. Yeah, that's yes. totally different. Mm-hmm. But it's just like for somebody in their early 20s, because I'm like, I just think about how I thought my life would be at, at 23, 24, 25 as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I was thought I thought I'd be grown, married, whatever, baby got to pop out. You thought you would be like, oh, you really? I really thought my life, by 25, I thought I would be married. Housewife vibes? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. But I think, I reflect on it now and I'm just like, as a young tenderoni i was fucking reckless and i'm just like i wouldn't even want to date like i was dating older men but there's no way that i could expect or be mad at an older man for not taking me seriously because i was still running the streets right and i wanted to run the streets and i respected the fact that he allowed me to still be me i can imagine these young guys like especially as a 36 37 38 year old woman you already figured had everything figured out you already enjoyed your life but you don't think that there are some men out, oh, out there who just are, are just like, listen, I know it ain't much out there. And no, so, there are, but I'd rather you have, have your, your fun, fun and then link back up. Yeah, ca- yeah, catch me like two, three years and hopefully it won't be too late. But but I still feel like you need to have that experience because my parents are like the walking example. Well, not really. They are the proof in the pudding, but even though my parents are like a year apart, mm-hmm. my mom is a year older than my dad. My dad didn't live. Oh, yeah, 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 you said. Yeah, my dad didn't live. Like, my dad, like, had two girlfriends. Then he met my mother, then me and my brother came. They got married. And my dad cheated on my mother, like, twice. Because mm. he was still trying to live he that was, life. felt like he was kind of missing something. Yeah, missing and, something. And, and then when he... You, also, your homeboys. Exactly, too. They live in their best lives, and it's just like... Well, yeah, and then they end up getting married. But my dad... But my dad was able to date 
like my daddy wasn't able to date like my dad was really like very old school in the beginning in his his early years like mm-hmm. we were one or two girls like never really been with nobody that's that and my, my mother was more experienced she was just like listen i have my fun whatever i'm cool like with she it. was ready she's like yeah like literally my parents are literally a year apart because they're like a week apart from each other in october mm-hmm. and my mother was over it and my dad was just like I thought I was over it, but he ended up cheating. So that's why I'm like, even even though they're a year apart, when a man doesn't live, they're going to do what the fuck they want to do. Right. So you have to give them that chance to really be, fit, like, smell themselves and do what they need to do before you even commit them. Like, I I hope Keisha Cole and her man work out. I wouldn't wish nothing bad on them. But I personally, if I felt like I was her age, I wouldn't. Shit, even just dating, I dated a fucking 23-year-old. When? It's oh, I'm sorry. It was, but it was, okay, it was, you dated a 23-year-old. Yeah. I'm just, cause I was trying to match the age up, but all right, I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> he said when. I dated a 23-year-old. I just spoke about it on the podcast before. Dated a 23-year-old. Oh, was, okay, I think I remember. Yeah, yeah. So you know who he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And that was a dub. They don't, they have to live. Like, they have to live. They have to live. I don't, I've never really dated anyone super younger than me. Like, I, when young guys try to talk to me, I just, like, kind of laugh. In their, I'm like, you can't really. And they're like, no, I can't. I can do stuff. I know, like, that. I don't even want to have sex with you. Because I know how that's going to be. I'm good. Um, So I definitely try to, like, stick around my... I've always, like, stuck around my age group. Or just a couple of years older. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, that's true. Like, I, I do think you... Men specifically, like... Let them go live, mm-hmm. please. Because I definitely tried to spend a couple of my years trying to um, make someone commit to me that was like, sis, I'm over here with it. Yeah. You can be on this side, but I'm still going to have a good time. Exactly. Um, so, no, the show is like, to me, it's so interesting. Uh, I would could not marry somebody in three weeks. I know people have had stories where shit like that works out and they're like, yo, this was the love of my life. I knew what I wanted, but I, you know what? I'm just very, like, I want to see how you live. You you can't even see how these people live on this show because they're they're in hotel rooms. Yeah, you don't know this person is a pig. Yeah. They, or they could be sometimes too fucking anal if you sneeze. They want to fucking... Or anal, yeah. or narcissist, or... yeah. Yes. Like, some people, like, you sneeze, and they need to fucking disinfect the whole house. You know? Like, there's some people that you just, like, nah. Or you know how, like, the first three months is, like, extra lit, and then the real person starts coming out, and you're just like... Oh, no. Oh, you crazy as hell. So, can I ask you a question? So, do you... So, say you met a guy. Would Mm -hmm. you... And you... He he proposes to you. Would you want to move in with him first, or would you move in with him after you guys get married? I want to move in first. I want to move in before we get married. Okay. Because um, I want to know what it's like to spend nights and mornings with you. I want to know what it's like to spend... And I know you can like have your own apartments and do stuff like that. But I want to know how we are under one roof for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. I do. Because I think that's really important. And I know for me... You know, I always say, like, 
I just don't want someone who's going to get on my nerves. And so I have to, like, can I handle how you are or can I not? Like, I need to know that before I get married to you. So I feel like we definitely need to live together. Okay. What do you think? I, I, I think it's a good idea. I know some people just like, no, they're not doing it. But I think you should live with the person. Because why wouldn't you? Some people don't do it. I know a couple of people that haven't done it. That would scare the shit out of me. I like, like your first I, place? I feel like you shouldn't even propose. If, like, I feel like after a while, you, like, after a couple of years of dating, you should be like, okay, well, you want to move in with each other? And I think that's what you should do before you even propose. Mm-hmm. Why even waste your money on a ring and this mm-hmm. whole and rebuild this perception if you can't even live with each other? Also, like, I like my man with a little OCD. Just a little bit. It don't got to be... Because I feel like men are... Um, in general they're a bit dirtier than us anyway yeah. so if he got a little OCD like I know we'll be good yeah but how will I and you know what it is I feel like it's so easy but I guess after a few years and it's not but I feel like it's so easy to put your best foot forward every time someone's coming over exactly and that's not exactly my point that's I wouldn't I wouldn't even want anyone to propose to me if we never live together like if me and my boyfriend live together I don't know if we would make it. <laughs> I don't think we would make it. I, mean, I don't think we would make it because he's like such a like, when he gets in his space, like it, even when I just come over, like if he's in a mood, mm-hmm. don't talk to him. Let him be in a mood. And I'll be like, hey, hey, babe. And he'd be like, give me five minutes. And I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And so that five minutes turns to like three hours. I mean, you could have just stayed your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, motherfucker, why are you telling me to come over here then? You should have been like, yo, I'm having a bad day. But, um, I think it, it that that to me I think matters more than the cleanliness because I can clean and whatever. I think it's just more so like being able to just absorb somebody's energy. Mm, yeah, that's true. Because it's just like sometimes some people just be in a funk. They don't even say a good morning. They don't even kiss. You know. Yes, you. I had a roommate in college, um, and her her first rule because when we first moved in, um, we had we were like okay what are your boundaries what are your rules blah blah and one of the rules was for her and she was like yo do not talk to me before um 10 a.m because she was not a morning person yeah and when it was sorry i couldn't find the avenue right literally seriously sorry (laughs) (sighs) um and I remember, like, in the morning when my homegirls would come to the dorm because, you know, we, we were going to go to class or go get breakfast together. Um, she, like, if she would hear them, she would, like, rise up and she would sleep with, uh, what are those little... Little masks? She would sleep with her eye mask and she would, like, rise up with her eye mask and she would lift one thing up. And she would just... Now, we were all friends, so she wasn't, like, a bitch about it. But she would just, like, lift it up and, like, look around and be like, what time is it? <laughs> nine and she's like y'all wild it yeah she took all her classes in the evening like yeah she just was was not a morning person and so i like i need to know those i I need because i'm a morning person i'm up at five in the morning and sometimes i'm just up but if you're not a morning person that would fucking bother you to hear someone like yeah my boyfriend is a morning person he'll wake up at fucking 5 36 and they'll be on the phone with his homeboys and i'll be in bed like you have me shitting me that pisses me the fuck off i'm like you have a whole apartment that you can go to the other side he'll be in bed on the phone but what but you know what it is though 
what so what drives me crazy is the times where I've like slept over a guy's house and okay, I wake up at five in the morning, he don't wake up until maybe nine, right? You kind of just bullshitting, like you're like, uh, yeah, right, like I'm a, maybe I'll go in the living room or maybe I'll. No, you know, it's just like you don't, and you don't. I don't want to wake you up and be disrespectful. And this is another reason why you need to to, to um, live with your man or your spouse before you guys get married. Because what if your partner likes to sleep with the TV on and the lights on? Mm. That shit is different because that will fuck up your sleep like more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a person that I can't have the lights and TV on. Like I can't that, either. But I realize I realize a lot of men like to sleep with the TV on. Yes, they like to sleep with the TV. Is there a specific right? reason? It helps you sleep afraid? better. Like my dad, like my mother, my, my mother sleeps in my room in Charlotte uh-huh. because she's like, my, she can't sleep with my dad no more. She's like, I can't take it. The, the TV blaring and like, I know like even with some of my homegirls when I talk to them, they be like, this motherfucker like to sleep with the TV on and drives me insane. I cannot take it. I couldn't be able to. I, I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Mm-mm. I would be like, do you want to get one of those noisemakers where it sounds like you're like in the forest or something Is like it? maybe something like that. But I can't go to sleep to some dumbass show on. Like I can't. Me like listening. But to maybe if hands. it's something soothing, like yeah. if it's like yeah, like raindrops or something like that, maybe that would be easier and like we can meet each other nah. halfway. Some of these dudes want to fall asleep with fucking Martin on, and no. there's no way I'm falling asleep with Martin on. Martin watching me on. You know, so you'll like wake up in the middle. I you have the craziest dreams when a TV is on. While yeah, you're absolutely. Cause I know I'll be laughing in my sleep, and I end up turning yes. over and watching the shit. It'd be fucking four o'clock in the morning. Next thing you know. And I'm like, I can't do it. Because when I was a kid, you remember MTV Jams? Yeah. When I was a kid, I would fall asleep um, and MTV Jams would still be playing. And I would like wake up in the middle of the night singing songs. And it was just weird. Yeah, that's why I can't do it. It was weird. Yo, you remember BET Uncut? I don't know why I just thought about it. Yeah. BET Uncut with the booties. I ain't got no panties on. Uh, I, I ain't got, got no panties on. I ain't got no panties on. On the dance floor. Ow. Girl, take the panties off. Yo. <laughs> That's when you saw Nelly swept that credit card to that girl's ass. Yo. And Tip Drill used to be my, like, Tip Drill was a good song. I was a good song. Um, Ludacris, Pussy Poppin'. Yeah, we don't see those shits no more. Damn. Actually, you probably, we probably do see it. We just don't um, know that what it is. No, now we see everything. Everything over Like, here. I just fucking saw Nicki Minaj um, with her ass out on Instagram. And I'm just, like, dancing. I'm like. I can't do it anymore. I can't look at it anymore. Um, so I have a few more topics, but I want to take it to the Patreon page. So if you guys want to go over there with us, go to patreon.com slash Lauren XOXO and friends. And so on this episode, I want to talk about standards. I feel like we can talk about relationships and love. I'm just going to... Standards. Yeah, standards. I don't have any. <laughs> If you haven't already, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave a review. Thanks for listening, but see you on the Patreon. Come over to Patreon. Bye.